There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Doug, welcome to the 8 o'clock hour at 9.03. Okay. Well, it'll be a brief one, probably. It's TMA presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, the Plowhawk, and uh, Jackson Burkett, are you there? Yo. Jackson's going to be vacationing in uh, Hamptons this uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Where yeah. else would he go? Yeah. That's right. You got a nonstop hoe? Yeah, we got lucky. Uh, was supposed to have a connector in Dallas on the way to Arizona. But that got canceled, so direct flight, super lucky. Yeah, right. it makes it a little easier. That's right. Yeah. Connection flights never bothered me. It's it's well, not the like that the like the extra flying time. It's the the anxiety you get if like your plane takes off oh, late. Bill. Uh, oh, Bill, you're right. From STL, and then you're like hustle, especially like with an airport like Dallas, which is massive, or Atlanta, and you're hustling between terminals to get to the gate. I hate that. I no, hate but that. they usually wait for you. They know who's supposed to be on the plane. I mean, to and an if extent. They, if they know that your plane has landed, I heard them in Dallas just the other day saying, we have five passengers who haven't shown up yet on flight, whatever it was, and they called out the names, said, we're waiting for you. They actually said that. Yeah, yeah, but I, and you're right, Doug. But like, there's a time limit on that, and you're still hustling back and forth. Yeah, and you know you can't. Well, in get Charlotte it. last year, they almost shut the doors on me. Yeah, we had to hustle. That through. was indeed scary. Yeah, so like, so just eliminating that. So I have directs both to and fro. Yeah, it is intense when you travel in airports you haven't been to, and yeah, cities or countries you've never been to. Before. Not ideal. Yeah. Especially, like, I have to check my gloves, and there's always the fear of your connecting flight doesn't transfer over the luggage. Yeah. That's probably the bigger, more likely yeah, thing that's, to happen. They don't get the luggage transferred. For sure. Time. You're right about that, Doug. And I can't be without my sticks. Well, you could rent them down there. Uh -huh. Yeah, but, you know. I found the last two times I've rented clubs, they were much better clubs than what I have myself. Yeah, I, I hear, but, like, I like to play with my clubs just so, like, I don't know. You're a better. club elitist. No, no. No, he has his numbers dialed in. He knows that seven's going to go 138. Uh, no, that's not the case, but uh, that's not the reason. I just, like, you want to get used to your own clubs. You know, you don't want to. But yeah, for one round, it really wouldn't matter. Yeah. But the, the rental. You boys playing for a lot of cash. When a bunch of Ledoux guys get together in Scottsdale in February, Doug, no. we're not playing for $10 a hole. They're, they're looking to see if they can buy the club. That's right, yeah. <laughs> TPC Scottsdale, what's the cost? <laughs> yeah. Will you put down an offer? Um, yeah, you know, I could take over the waste management. I have some thoughts. Yeah, uh, yeah we'll probably play for a little bit. Build some crazy. condos on the property? Probably already are a bunch of stuff. No, I've I I never been there. Build some old waste management in two weeks? Yep. So you'll be playing the, probably the course setup? Uh, we won't be playing the stadium course. 
Could you? No. No way. It's not available to the public at this point? Well, like, could you play, like, could you just, like, go play Sawgrass a week before the players? No. Didn't I don't they know. shut Bell Reeve but, down? But for I mean, I'll, I'll be in Hilton Head in the first week of April for my sister's wedding, and uh, in, in the uh, Heritage is the week after the Masters, so it's 10 days away, and I'm virtually certain it's it's available to play. Okay. I mean, it's really, it, it's it's certainly not the same thing because the pin positions aren't, you know, tucked like they are for a tour event. And That's available just for you, Tim, because you, you understand <sighs> I match am, I am very good. I am very good. But I don't think that this is the year I make it onto the PGA Tour. Although, well, based on the politics. leaderboard at Torrey Pines, yeah. I think I might get a call. Keep an eye on it. You got a shot? Yeah. Keep an eye on it. Did your dad buy your way onto that? Uh, I think he could. I would assume so. I... This story, it's so odd to me because it's a huge story, but it's not getting covered by sports outlets. And, Plowhawk, are you available of what transpired in the world of golf yesterday? Uh, outside of Terrell Hatton? Yeah, not, not the Hatton. How much it costs to play Pebble Beach? No. Not <laughs> I don't know if I'm privy to it. Okay. I don't. Jackson, are you aware of it? It might have been one of the links and I haven't seen it. The Steve Cohen thing? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so substantial, but it, it, I guess Bloomberg initially reported, I read it on the Wall Street Journal's website, but it's not on ESPN, and therefore I, I realize that, you know, for sports fans, they're not necessarily reading Bloomberg or the Wall Street Journal. Not that there, there isn't an overlap, but it, that's how it, it, it it's, it's, it's substantial. And it explains why, I believe, over the last 60 days... Liv has gone out and gotten John Rahm when there was supposed to be some semblance of detente between the PGA Tour and Liv, and then within the last 24, 36 hours, brought in Terrell Hatton. And and that is because the PGA Tour just had uh, $12 billion uh, invested by a combination of, Jackson made reference to Steve Cohen, you know him from the Mets, Arthur Blank from the Falcons, Home Depot. Uh, and, and Home Depot. Uh, John Henry, right, from the Fenway Sports Group, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so what's going on, which I kind of was, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this hand between the two. Because if you recall, December 31st was the deadline to get the deal done that Jay Monahan and Yasser Al-Ramayan, uh, and Doug, you call him his excellency I when do. you talk to him? Yeah, I do. From the uh, Saudi fund. That was what the, the the deal, the deadline was. So then they extended it, and I'm thinking to myself, if there, if everything was so good, Liv wouldn't just be offering John Rahm to take him. Hatton's a different situation. That just happened, and he's not John Rahm. Still a very good player, but not somebody that the casual fan would know. And it's because the PGA Tour is getting out of the deal. That's what's going on. I mean, I, I mean, that, that that wasn't what the announcement is, but you don't have twelve billion dollars infused by American businessmen to then take money from Live. So maybe I'll be off on this, but if if, uh, if I can offer a uh, an observation, that's what I think is going on now. Why this isn't being covered, like the other developments in this story, specifically from this past June, I don't know. But it's a it's a significant significant development. So anyway, there's that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to want to take Larry's call or something? <laughs> Talk about it on QFT. I think President Chambo yesterday said, or a couple of days ago to Sports Illustrated, that uh, he expects an announcement in the next couple of weeks on what's going to happen. What I hope is happening is that if they want to stay separate, stay separate, but then they can play each other's events. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Rom knows something's going to go on. I mean, I don't think he would leave if he didn't think there's a chance that 
you know, he could play in the Ryder Cup. He could play in DP tour events. He could play on PGA tour events. Because I think he even said, he goes, you know, I look forward to hopefully playing the tournaments like the Players' Championship uh, and some of the tournaments, Bay Hill, that I love playing in the future. So I think he knows something's going to happen. I don't think he would have left. I, I agree with the, that part. That, in other words, that he's going to be able to play the majors. I realize he has equity because of his recent championships, but uh, just in general. It, I think uh, people might not be much interested in it because the, the casual golf fan may be on sports or golf business overload at this point where they don't, they don't really care who's getting what money and who's getting where. Where, where are the tournament's going to be played? Is Tiger going to play? Let me see the, the Masters. Can't wait. I, I don't think there's as near as much interest in the business side of it. I think in January or June, excuse me if I keep saying January, in June, it was the insta lead. You know, I, I mean, when that happened, that was, that was, you know, I don't know what the, what a good equivalent would be from a news tie-in, but you, we're sitting here doing the show. It happened while we were doing the show, and it stopped everything. I've never led with golf on 101, and I don't think I've led with golf since, but it was a no-brainer that you lead with that yeah, story. Yeah, when it broke, six, seven months later, people said... Oh, but this okay. is another significant development. This is the unraveling of that deal that was the lead in June. Or, it, you maybe not even unraveling, it is an infusion of $12 billion uh, to keep the Saudis out of American sport. It's a, it's, it's, I mean, maybe I'm off, but it, it strikes me as significant, and I'm not really sure why it's not getting covered by sports outlets, but whatever, it's just, I mean, it did happen. I, it was b- broken by Bloomberg, and then the Wall Street Journal had it on its front page yesterday uh, of the website. I think I'm disagreeing with you, Doug, on the people don't care about the business side of this particularly most topics i would agree with you that numbers and companies and people investing it goes over a lot of people's head this is like the future of golf and i hate to you know throw that hyperbole out there but i mean you're talking about two leagues that should form into one and it that i think that'd be interesting to see what events what transpires who gets the money who's in charge of the new league what happened to greg norman and live what do they call it i think all that is super intriguing for me i like golf i love i like you know i don't like love and obsessed with it but i really want there to be one main league and i think with these investments you kind of get closer to that maybe i think so i find that to be interesting yeah if you're really a i don't think it's a non-story if you're a big time golf fan yeah it's it's very interesting the the whole future of the sport is being shaped right now but i'm saying if you're a casual fan just show me the action i don't want to hear it's got to me it's got nothing to do with guys putting and driving couldn't care any less about that i rarely talk about it uh, certainly on 101 espn and i recognize there's a sliver of an audience for it unless we're talking about how crappy we are i'm talking about the macro issue of saudi involvement in american business specifically american sport and that how six, seven months ago these two had this stealth agreement, so stealth that the players didn't even know about it, and then they pop up on, what was it, CNBC, out of nowhere, announce this, and then now the American side of it has gotten together and brought in, maybe it's a $3 billion investment, a $12 billion valuation. Yep, I, that's, that's what, what I see. It's $3, billion, it's $3 mm-hmm. billion investment. And $3 billion, billion investment, $12 billion valuation. Okay. Um, either way, to... I just, I, and so then you go, well, then why is John Rahm going to live and why is Liv pursuing him if there's an agreement? And that's because I think the PGA Tour and maybe the United States is saying, can't have this, can't do this. So it's, it's not, I, I, you know, let's watch on the CW and jerk ourselves off, you know, oh. or, let, or let's watch randoms compete at Torrey Pines. Couldn't care any less. I'm talking about a macro 
socioeconomic, and then also globally political issue. That to me is the part that's that's intriguing. I you know who wins the whatever the you know the four aces and the cliques you know, or, or who wins at Pebble this weekend. I'm going to talk is, about that. Is twelve billion infusion going to stop? Three is that going to stop Saudi Arabia? Stop. I mean, they can choose not to do business with them. Yeah. Yeah. But they can. Saudi Arabia can match any of that, and, and then some, right? But for the they casual, more 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 money at the players. Look at the personality they're losing, though. So even that three billion not going to shy away live just because you're not going to get live to, you know, give you your money and turn it into one league doesn't stop live from throwing hundred, two hundred million out to. You know, Victor Hovland or anybody well, that, else. That, that part is accurate, but I think the PGA Tour's core issue with this whole thing is not necessarily who has gone, but the impact of who has gone on sponsorships. And so they're going to people. It's the, I might, let me make it, try to bring it to our world. So Brown and Crouppen, we just had Ed Herman in here for 55 minutes, wonderful segment. If we said to Ed, oh, God, we got competition from somewhere and we're going to go out of business— but you can still be the title sponsor. You were paying X. Now we need you to pay 2X. And Ed would say, well, what has changed? Well, nothing's changed, but, you know, we, we, we need you to do this. And that's, what's, that's why you've seen Wells Fargo, if I'm not mistaken, pulled out. Uh, Honda pulled out of the Honda Classic. Wells Fargo pulled out. I think it was Wells Fargo. I could be off on that. But they did. There have been a couple of major sponsors that have pulled out. Why have they pulled out? Because the events that used to feature many of these guys who are now, you know, and God bless them, taking hundreds of millions of dollars to play on live aren't there. And so the product is actually uh, decreased in its quality. And so the PGA Tour now is experiencing revenue shortfalls in addition to risk of, of future sponsorships and the dollar amount that they can command in addition to television ratings. While a hardcore golf fan might find it interesting to see Chris Kirk's story or an amateur win at Palm Springs, um, I don't know who really cares about a, a guy winning from France at Torrey Pines. The business side of it is that the casual fan isn't going to watch to see those guys play. I mean, you looked at that leaderboard at Torrey Pines this weekend. You go, holy crap. I think the biggest name was Finau in the top five, maybe. And Otherwise, I follow the game, and I don't recognize some of these people. Um, so the game has, the PGA Tour has an issue. The game has an issue. And the reason why it has an issue are these overwhelming, overriding business elements. But I'm not sitting here breaking down whatever that guy's name who won uh, at Torrey Pines this weekend. I'm talking about Ernie Bjorkman. Yeah, I think it was Ernie Bjorkman. Yeah, he uh, had a beautiful putt Gary. after struggling off the tee on AP. Pivon. Pivon. Was that what it was? God, I wonder if anybody had him on uh, uh, DraftKings. Yeah, I know somebody who had him that won the Millie. He almost had to. Um, two things are going to have to happen. I still think they're going to accept the Saudi deal um, because they'll keep losing sponsors. I mean, if they don't accept the deal, I mean, you're going to have people like Hovland's going to say, ah, screw it, I'm going over here. Um, but it, and, and they'll let the PGA, they'll let the live players start playing PGA Tour events. But then you have the players that said no, like more coward turned down money. A bunch of guys. Man. Yeah. So you're, you're going to say, well, wait a minute. You're letting them back in. We could accept it if you're going to let them back in. So for the, take care of those players. But then if they have some kind of deal where, okay, you can play this, but our PGA players are allowed to play in some of your tournaments too and try to make $4 million for a win, you got to do something with the 54-hole cut thing because you only have you only have a certain amount of players in there and there's team concepts. 
So you can't have, okay, we got 20 PGA Pro players that want to play in this tournament in Miami for $4 million first prize. You, you can't. You got a team concept. You got 54 players. You, you can't unless you get rid of the 54 holes and you get rid of the team thing. There's a lot of moving parts if to make this deal depending on what they're going to ask for. For the record, the headline uh, from the story I read in the Wall Street Journal, Steve Cohen, John Henry Group, set to invest billions in PGA Tour. The tie-up boosts the tour and could have implications for its potential pact with Live Golf Saudi backers to end the split in the industry. So uh, that is the headline. And then the story is at WSJ.com. Um, and it is a subscription site, but uh, there's, if you're looking for that information. So anyway. So Limp been around for three years? 2022 is when it started getting some players, if look I'm not mistaken. At, look at what it's done in three years. I don't think the PGA Tour can survive five years of this. Look at the players. Look at all the money that they've lost. They're trying to get outside investments now from... I, I just... I, to me, the PGA Tour is more desperate than they ever have. If you, per, if you lose a bunch of personalities, you're losing a ton of sponsorship dollars. And I know you brought that up earlier. But that 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 trickle down, I don't think that three billion going to mean anything. If it's so, so discombobulated, like as Iggy said, if it's so discombobulated, the, I mean, Rom is a very smart business guy. I think he sees something. And if Vicar Hovland sees the same thing that they can't get their their house in order, and he can make a couple hundred million in this league, and knowing that in three or five years it can emerge and go back to square one, adding a couple hundred million to your bank account, that's going to happen. That leaderboard was miserable, and I. PGA Tour shouldn't be gung-ho on just four major events that they don't really have any rights to either. So that, I, I think, and th if they keep doing this in three or five years, the PGA Tour is absolutely nothing because I, I don't know how you can sustain it. And if you follow golf, I mean, Hatton's a very popular player. People like watching him on the PGA Tour because you never know when he's going to blow up. He's got a, an attitude. Um, but a lot of people don't know who Baronk is. He just left. He's a DP player of the year Good. last year. So, and he just got his tour card. First term he's supposed to play, and he's uh, dropping out, and he goes over to live. I mean, you keep losing players like this, you know, the PGA's in trouble. I don't care how much money you throw into it. Yeah. So what's the solution? And they merge. Jay Monahan sails into the sunset, and you got coherent, you know, leaders leading one tour with all the best players in the world. Where they're making money, the players are making money, the purses are big. You know, each tournament has big name players in it. I think that's the goal for everybody. Yeah, but the Saudis would probably insist that they be in charge. That was not part of the deal when they got together in uh, June, which I always struck me as odd. If they're uh, going to throw the lion's share of the money in, you want to be in control of it. But that's again, that was not part of the deal, which which struck me as odd, and so. Um, and, and listen, maybe I'm. I, there's a there's a there's a fine chance that I am just flat out wrong on this, but this is a significant development for a story that was the lead in June. Uh, this is a twist to it. It's not about hey, Liv is playing wherever they're playing, and PGA Tour's got its event. It's, it's not about golf. It's about the business and then the ramifications of uh, of this development. I'm just surprised I haven't seen it on ESPN. It may be on some political sites and some news sites, but uh, it hasn't crossed over into the sports world. Uh, we got a break. We got to close out the eight o'clock hour that started in the nine o'clock hour that's ending at nine twenty-one. You follow that? Got to close yeah. out the eight o'clock hour that started in the nine o'clock hour that'll end at nine twenty-one. We have the Design Air heating and cooling email today coming your way the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Doug is showing you the EDF Group hot take mitts. Oh, 
and they looked wonderful. Yeah. Uh, engineer Design Facilities, sponsor of those hot take mitts, and uh, you can support the sponsors. Uh, and look at Doug, you look so... You know what you look like a prince, I've decided? Do I? Yeah, I like that. If you're watching, that's the, you watch on YouTube. That's the picture we need on the new mids when they do, like you holding up <laughs> the current mids. Email thing. the EDF group at fire at theedfgroup.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at theedfgroup.com. The EDF group is high and will prevent your facility from having high fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at theedfgroup.com. Jackson, tell me about your her. Doug Jackson, Jack, tell me your... Jackson. That was my bad, my bad. I had a mic down. My oh, gosh. I got it up now, ready to roll. Hey, fellas. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to tell you about my hair. Feeling better, a lot better about it. I just recently got shorn, and I said, you know, give me the Doug Vaughn look. I want the Vaughn because Doug's got good luck. Vert- verticality in that mm. quaff. He's looking real good, and that's thanks to our friends at St. Louis Hair Restoration. You go in there for a free hair consultation. They'll tell you the best plan forward for your hair. And then if you mention TMA... $250 off a hair treatment. Just like that, just by saying TMA, you get $250 off a hair treatment. It might be something as easy as the laser cap that I wear, or it might be something like an FUE procedure that Doug had. Yeah, both Dr. Polinga and the founder, Greg Kreiling, are patients of their own product. They will take good care of you. The question I always get is, did that hurt? That's the first thing people always say. And the answer for me was absolutely not. I didn't feel anything. That's huge. They numb it up real nice-like. So your, your head is numb for a while. <laughs> Your head is a little bit numb for you know a day or two, but there was there was zero pain involved in any of it. And then you wear a baseball hat for you know a couple of weeks afterwards, and then the hair starts to come in. And then uh, I'm now about seven months in, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I've got wispy tufts. Yeah, wispy tufts. Tufts of wisp I've got uh, came in better than I thought it would. And they say that you don't really get the final product until about a year out, so it should get even better. So. Yeah. More wispy tufts. It should be coming? more wispy tufts to come. So it worked for me, and it'll work for you. If it's uh, your hairline is always something that bothered you, whether it's in the front, the back of the hair, whatever, they can fix it all. Give them a shot. Might as well go for it. You only live once. St. Louis Hair Restoration is the website. Here's the phone number: three one four three eight four twenty four seventy four. If you'd like more hair. There you go. Uh, hey, Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. When you feel like you don't have the energy or drive to keep up with your kids, that can be frustrating. Well, that's where Mentality can help. You go to LowTUSA.com. It doesn't matter what age you are. Low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you're normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. They're online at LowTUSA.com. That's LowTUSA.com. Com. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. He's the Plowhawks insurance agent. He has 353 five-star reviews on Google. And I would love for him to become your insurance agent as well because you will have a wonderful, peaceful experience anytime you have the real rush of uh, fear, I would imagine, when you go, oh, my God, i got to check with our insurance agent. That is not a fun time uh, when you need it, but you got to have it. you got to have the best. And I have had to go through that process with James and it is so much better. It's so different. Not everyone is the same. I talked to my father, I remember, a few years ago, and he said, you have a responsibility now with kids. 
got to have your, your finances in order and you got to have your insurance taken care of with the best. James Carlton is the best. That's why I made the switch. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton. State Farm. We'll have the design air heating and cooling email of the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, then we'll have the uh, the fun and games of the Tuesday turbulence. Uh, take off Tuesday. Oh. Take off Tuesday. Jackson, be, be honest with me. Because mm-hmm. you know many balloon party listeners are not listeners of TMA. How good do you feel about Tuesday turbulence, and should I offer like $50 to TMA <laughs> listeners to come up with a topic? Mm. I feel good about it. Wow. Because I just don't know what the hell there is. Yeah, well, this is where I earn my keep. So I guess we're going to get you ready for the Blues and Blue Jackets to coming up at 10.02, Doug. Not on, not on my big board here. Not on the big board. Take, but when you say take off Tuesday, that means you've taken off the day for planning anything? Ah! Nope. Nope. The show's going to take off. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, then we'll have QFTA, and you can send your emails in. Uh, Tima Kernan at InsideSTL.com. And that, is there a sound story in here today? Nurse, Don't believe so. Nurse. I think Thursday is Thursday and Friday, maybe. Nurse, nurse. Uh, yeah, so Jackson, I'll be in here at 11.10, uh, 11.15. Uh, 11, Tima Kernan at InsideSTL.com on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash TMASTL. Uh, yes, slash TMASTL. We'll take a break. This is The Morning After, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.